Many years have passed since a fellowship of light battled the shadow creature at the Grey Haven. Now the heroes find themselves in an unknown land where they discover a man in black is wreaking havoc. Undeath follows him wherever he goes, and long-forgotten legends rise again, having been possessed by his evil. Join the players of this Dungeons & Dragons campaign as they attempt to stop the man in black as he collects artifacts both on and off the Lonely Isle. Welcome to Tolerasia in part two of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Rise of the Mormon. Alright, welcome everybody to episode 59 of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy. With me tonight is uh, another one of the players, uh, this time my friend John, who played more Loman. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So we are, I'm just doing a a series of episodes uh, for the listeners of all of the new players uh, for for the second part of the campaign. We have, you know, I think we had like seven PCs uh, in the second part of the campaign, which is way too many PCs, you know. Four or five is like optimal, um, and but I just couldn't say no, um, and I, you know, uh, I was really happy to have you with us. Um, you and I have played D and D for a long time together. Um, we also happen to kind of work in the same industry, which is which is how we met. Um, but but I was, was really happy to have you here, really happy for you to play your character of more Loman. Um, and I'll, if you want, I'll let you, you know, I'll stop yapping. I'll let you talk about him a little bit. Yeah. Well, thanks. And it was, uh, it was great to join the you know, campaign and, uh, see where the story had been so far and then kind of join in as it carried on. But, um, yeah, more Loman, uh, had a mysterious background, which was a lot of fun to kind of see the different characters kind of handle. And, um, and, uh, was basically, uh, kind of came in and the, the group had a hard time deciding kind of what to do with, uh, um, do with me really. And it was kind of fun to, to, to watch them grapple with it. Um, So So it's going to be a little bit hard to talk about your character without giving a little bit away. Um, I didn't know how much you want to give away or... uh, Yeah, I mean, let's let's just go for it. Let's just go for it um, because otherwise this is going to be a really cryptic interview. Um, (laughs) So so I'll give a little background. So so in, uh, and the listeners have heard this before, in the first part of the campaign, we met a character called the Creature in the Well. Um, And it was a, it was a creature that had been here since arguably the creation of Arda. Um, uh, you know, I, you could describe it however you want, how, you know, the, the creature maybe crawled out of the shadows, um, kind of like, uh, Ungoliant. Um, and, and anyway, it was, um, it didn't really have a name because it was, it was around before things got names the, they referred to it as more Ulun. Um, and, um, and that, you know, in, in me like awakened this idea that there's a whole race of these creatures and we named these creatures Avathari after the area that Ungoliant came from in Amman, which is a really sort of shadowy, mountainous region. Um, and then you and I got the idea, right, to to make an Avathari PC, inter more Loman. <laughs> yes, and then we had it was a you know planning the Avathari player. We get we you know spent some time finding a name that was really cool to, to kind of piece together a name that I believe means like from the shadows or dark dark shadows. Yeah, uh, yeah. So okay. Any number was, of things. That was kind of fun too. Um, so I kind of show up on the scene, and uh, the team doesn't know if I'm worth trusting or not, especially with um, 
you know some players having felt uh, or been you know very intimately touched by the shadow. Yes, yes. So you know, the, essentially, the characters we we start with the characters uh, in part two where they've just been arrested by the regent of uh, Avalone, um, who has succumbed to the shadow. Essentially, is being sort of controlled by this this shadow Maiar, and uh, is somebody who's normally a really good guy ends up locking these PCs who's who, who are clearly have just come over on one of Kirden's ships on an important mission, but they they essentially arrive and he locks them up. Um, and and then we have John's character, a more Loman, who um, kind of stumbles in like like crosses uh you know the ocean uh from from avathar so so you end up in in avalone um and you know they're there and like like you said you know we, we didn't really define whether your character was good or bad what what we what we defined is what you said and that's that you like the world the way that it is and if if you know the big bad or or any lesser big bads come back and try to change it that's not going to be good for you right yeah we were like it's you know i would be basically these these creatures we decided were kind of selfish and wanted what's best for for, for their little land and kind of uh you know insulated um so in this case i was aligning myself with good but perhaps if they were evil i would have them as well just to get whatever it is that i wanted right right well it, it was uh it was a it was a really fun idea to plan through um, and you're right. You you show up there in the, in the prison, and you know all they all the characters have heard about was this was this man in black is kind of wandering around doing bad things, right? And they and they think it's associated with this shadow mire that they had originally let loose back back in, you know in the first part of the campaign, and now it sort of came through the portal and is infecting people, and 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 there, there's a man in black and a shadow, and then then this man in black shows up and wants to release yeah. them from prison. And I think it was, uh, you know, many sessions in that I was still, you know, trying to convince them I was not the man in black. <laughs> you were a different man in black. But yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I spent, uh, the first couple of episodes, like, like sending people graphics and like lore cards and, and like having chats, like, okay, this is what we heard in last week's session. This is what, you know, this is what you heard in two weeks ago. Like. John's character is this guy looks like this. The other guy <laughs> that you saw in your origin session looks like this, right? And then they, yeah. they eventually so, kind of... so mysterious. I think everybody was expecting some place where there'd be a twist. And I'd be like, oh, he was amongst you all along, but that was not the case. No. <laughs> However, if, they, if people are looking for a twist, um, I, I believe that in uh, around sort of the what would have been for us the eighth episode, um, but what will be for the listeners probably something like episode 84, um, where um, where uh, something very interesting happens to your character, right? You have this you have this shadowy appearance, right, which almost looks elven, right? But there's something going on underneath. But eventually, your character gets hit and gets like I think down to like 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 zero hit points, and something happens to your body uh, where it kind of rips out of the elven <laughs> form. You remember this, yes, where remember your that. your avatari form sort of comes yes. out, and and I believe uh, I believe Marco's words were, "Oh my God, it's hideous." 
Yes. Um, do you, so this ring because I had to play two different forms, uh, and uh, if I remember my my Avatari form had different uh, like abilities and uh, um, some moves as well. So that was a lot of fun as well to kind of have, have the Avatari evolve during the session. Yeah, yeah, and there's and there's plenty of evolution um, for your character left. I mean, you, your character was with us to the end, um, and so there's there's a lot that that happens obviously in the second part of the campaign, but also a lot that happens in the third part of the campaign and the third part of the campaign is called the trial uh, the trials of the valar um so you can imagine some of the adventures that more Loman will go on um let's let's go back to you for a second um uh, as as the player tell us how you came to the world of D and tolkien yeah so i um you know always been interested in D, but actually didn't start playing until i met you um so we played i think uh, a pretty in-depth campaign kind of the traditional 5e uh, uh D. Um, i think we started in fourth edition buddy fourth edition really and then um and then, you know, we would play for a while and then I would kind of take some time off and we'd come back to another campaign. And I, I reached out to you and I was like, hey, I want to get back into it. And you were in the midst of this campaign. And now you will <laughs> never get back. You will never do that again. <laughs> so, I was, you know, rel- relatively, you know, not, a, I think I was probably one of the least experienced D&D players in the, in the group. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it was fun to, 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 to play in this world that's based off of the D&D rules, but it has its own kind of twist and its own take on it as well. It was so, a lot of fun coming into it. You know, I, I've liked being at the beginning of campaigns and helping craft the story from early on, but it was kind of fun coming into a, a story that had been, um, you know, had, had a past, and then you were a new character coming into it as well, so it's kind of fun. Well, and, you know, in some ways, um, you know, part two of this started started the characters fresh. Yeah, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of history there, um, but but they're they're essentially in a new place, um, you know, in in a new time too. Because if you remember, traveling across the straight road for them wasn't like a, the snap of a finger. Yeah, was it, was it like seven sixty something years? Yeah, now? yeah, sixty some years. And um, so for Riken, that meant he was trapped in the in the portal um, for what seemed like sixty plus years with the shadow creature um, sort of having it burn him and, and sort of permeate his body and where it didn't take him over it, it sure left a you know left a scar you know the idea the idea of I think I called it trauma um, right where they're you know you're Tolkien's all about sort of good and evil right and and um, um, or, or you know the the light and the shadow right and um, and after being in this world for so long and traveling through so many of these blighted lands and and a sort of seeing so many of these evil things um, it's bound to leave a mark on you right so um, yeah so so tell us more um, sorry to switch gears on you but t- tell us more about um, Tolkien your your, um, your entry point to Tolkien yeah and uh, I would I think I would probably be on the more casual side of Tolkien um, but it was it was great to kind of get immersed in the world and um, learn a lot about it like I didn't know about you know Avatari. Uh, well, so, you know, probably the reason you haven't heard of that is we just basically made it up, right? Oh, like, so, so, so the race is made up, um, but it's based off of obviously real creatures. Um, yep. um, yeah, and so, so coming into this um, kind of cold is. I can imagine it's a little disorienting, right? Because you're, you know, first of all, you're in somebody's made up world, like right off the bat, right? Like it's a, it's an amalgam of like a, you know, a J.R.R. Tolkien and Gary Gygax. Like if they had a baby here, here we are, we're in this world. And then Jared has put his own spin on it. Right. Like, um, yeah. So I, I can imagine that was, uh, like, uh, is this fake 
or is this fake lore or is this fake fake lore? <laughs> like, yes. what, what, what am I? What am I learning? <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it's it's, yeah, it's fiction or is it fan fiction? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> or is it fan fiction about fan fiction? <laughs> the, the 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 good thing about you know playing in a world like this is not to make up too much, or if you do make it up, make it seem plausible, right? Like yeah, like well, how cool is that that there's a story that is so deep and rich that like many other stories can be told inside of it and you know i think that's like that's pretty cool that you know for Tolkien that created something that is like alive and that people are still making things inside of it well what's super cool and i'm sure this will come up more in sort of part three but um i I believe we've already sort of dropped the bombshell that this is this is the uh this trilogy is the realization of the dagger daggereth um prophecy it's the second prophecy of mandos Uh, mandos was a of course, a Valar who <laughs> watched over dead people and, and made prophecies in his spare time. Um, and, and, you know, this second prophecy business about the end of the world, the last battle with Morgoth, when he sort of breaks th- through the door of night and comes back. And, you know, there's a, a certain configuration of people in Valar that, you know, rise up against him. And, um, and that was, you know, the, the world is, is so big and so elaborate that you have something like the second prophecy of Mandos, which Tolkien was just like, eh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to use that, right? Like, <laughs> so, so it's like it's not even a part of the, the lore. It's 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 like a it's like an afterthought or, or something else, um, but something that it was amazing to plan a campaign around, right? Um, so yeah, so 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 you know, in case the listeners hadn't heard those other episodes, we are leading up to the final battle. All of the things that the characters and the players have set into motion are coming down to this, you know, return of Morgoth, a, a final battle. Um, and more Loman will be there through it all with us. So um, I'm going to end. I, I promised you that I would only interview you for about 20 minutes and I'd let you go back to your family. Um, but so tell, um, tell us um, if there's anything that you can think about that um, they have to look forward to other than things that we mentioned already. Um, is there, you know, at this point, the listeners are um, uh, traveling through, I believe, the land of Elms and coming into uh, or about to arrive at the Cottage of Lost Play. Um, is there anything that you, you remember, um, a, a specific creature, a specific item, um, you know, uh, any NPC? You, you mentioned some. Um, that, that were coming up, I believe. Uh, is there anything that, that they can look forward to? Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I really liked um, just kind of being immersed in the story. And I know early on in the second part here that we were kind of looking forward to an Elvish uh, festival. Um, and that was kind of a fun session. It was like a totally something different, but it was, and I remember that might have been one of the sessions we, we laughed the most <laughs> just because of, you know, different feats of whatever uh, people trying to come up with. So, you know, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then I think uh, you did a really good job of um, you know, like introducing things that kind of uh, would come and, and go and, and come back into the into the story. Um, I think about the session. I, I can't remember if this was in the, the second part, but uh, we spent quite a bit of time on a boat. It was a, a, a lot of fun. <laughs> That's right. As they say, I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a boat. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that was uh, a pretty interesting, like a totally different kind of setting for us to, to be in and to see how, um, you know, some of our abilities and attacks would work when you're um, constrained by you know, being inside the boat. So, 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 uh, so we have two, I think, uh, well, we have 
essentially two times that we're on a boat. It might end up being more than than just two sessions. Um, we have uh, we have a, a just a little preview for for things to come. Um, we uh, the characters take a boat to the Enchanted Isles um, and to the Tower of Pearl. Uh, so that that will be coming up somewhere around episode seventy. And then again, um, you you will be on a I'm on a boat. You'll be on a boat again uh, and around again episode eighty three or eighty four. Um, so there are a few naval battles in part two of this campaign to look forward to. Absolutely. So with that, I will say thank you, and um, and I hope I can convince you to come back for the uh, the player reunion right around um, probably uh, episode one hundred. If 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 you can, uh, if I can count on you in another six months, yeah. <laughs> I'll be glad to be there. And uh, and you know, thanks for taking this story and you know kind of preparing it into a it's something that can be shared with others. But that's that's awesome. Thanks, man. We really appreciate having you, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.